Welcome to a new episode of Agony Island. Join Stephen Ham and Stephen Petty as they plunder the depths of acceptable advice to try and solve someone else's situation as only they can. Prepare to have your timbers shivered. Ladies and gentlemen, it's another episode. Another troll to the island. Yes, it's Agony Island. I am Stephen Petty. This is Stephen Ham. We are two friends who can try and help you with your issues, try and create that little gap in your schedule for you to just enjoy your life on a daily basis. Or it's just me and Stephen whittering on about whatever's been happening. Hello, Stephen. Hello, hello. You ready for winner? Yeah, I'm I'm ready to witter, as we always are. Let's start the witter. How's your week been? What are you been up to? Oh, it's honestly, it's been, it's not been the best week for me. I'm going to be right. honest, right? Um, so I was, so I went to work, right? Yeah. And um, as, as I do, as I always do, right? And you know how I said I've been going to the gym a bit more recently, but I haven't yes. really been, haven't really been looking after me diet, right? Uh-huh. Um, and I haven't really thought much of it. Sit down at work, right? And my trousers explode open. Right, <laughs> like the buckle. Just I have read that way. in many uh, letter sections of certain magazines. <laughs> That's the beginning of a good story. Well, well, I, you know, there was metal <laughs> flying everywhere. I nearly put my eye out, and that was just for my penis, <laughs> let alone the metal. You know, um, <laughs> that happens in them stories as well. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I'm now I'm now hammering the gym again, and I oh. am counting every calorie that's going into me. Um, so yeah. Oh, it's not it's not good. I might be grumpy today because I can't eat chocolate and everything else that I usually like to just munch away on. But, you know, needs most. I can't I can't be buying a brand new wardrobe. I can't I you can't know, bring you, myself to do it. I, you know, I tripped myself last day on the way home from a gig. Uh, what did you have? Actually, what? no, I do, do I want to know? Yeah, you do. It's oh. you. So McDonald's is doing a special. It's a special Valentine's Day dessert oh is that are they they've got like a ruby red kit kat um mcflurry right which are very nice but you got one of those um pink kit kats yeah well well i'll tell you what they're great but then they're great in mcflurry but i'm doing a white chocolate and raspberry pie right you know when I said, do I want to know about this? I don't want to know about this because oh, I can't eat that. Mate. And now you, you're telling me all about it. Oh, it was dirty. Dirty is what it was. Mm. <laughs> okay. Fine. So now you're torturing me on my diet. All right. Okay. Well, so what's so your what week? have you had this week? What have you ate this week? That makes you feel good. What That makes me feel good. Honestly, there's... It's been a lot of protein bars, protein shakes, tuna sandwiches in protein bread, you know, Huel meals, um, gym are kitchen they, meals. Are they, honestly, are they any nice? Because I look at them and they just look like sadness in a packet. No, I, I quite like them. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I quite. I think they're all right. Um, so, yeah, that's all I've been eating. I think yeah. the only thing I've managed to treat myself to this week is a um, a penguin bar. And you know what? I didn't even read the joke on the back, so oh. I, didn't even, I didn't even get the full you know, joy from it. Laugh, you don't burn the calories off by laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, trust us, I'm nearly a doctor. I can tell you that. Mm, okay, I'm Fine. a doctor of hilarity. <laughs> doctor of hilarity. I am. I am. Hmm. That sounds like something for your CV. 
So yeah, I can't even eat a penguin bar without feeling guilty because I need to look good for summer because I'm going to be going to all those festivals and concerts and everything else, like I said, in the New Year's episode. So um, Stephen is trying to get mesh fit for the summer. Actually, you know what? When I'm on the Stairmaster, at, like dying at the gym, listening to my cosy crime podcast. Yeah. Um, oh, well, audiobook. Yeah. All I think is, oh, I've got festivals to go to. I've got festivals to go to. Is that what's wrong with you? And, yeah, honestly, it is. And if I'm in good shape, I can even wear something um, inappropriate to the cause concert that I'm going to in November. Um, no, yeah, should we catch up on this? Because I, I now realise I, I purposely, so when I was working at BBC Newcastle, yeah. I have not been playing a certain song by the cause. Somebody told us that the lead singer from the cause died from an asthma attack. Andrea. Aye. And I thought it was legit, because the person who told us doesn't make stuff up like that, and I thought right. it was the case. So every time we've had Breathless by the cause, I've not played it, because I thought it was really <laughs> bad taste. And, and yet, it was so. It's something I could have easily Googled, but because this person told us, we're such like, oh, yeah, she died, you know. <laughs> yeah, because I, I texted you going, I'm going to the calls, and you were like, yeah, I thought they were dead. And yeah, I'm like, I thought one of them was no. dead. Is it, just, is it just the two other sisters and the brother? Is that what it is now? Not all four of them. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, so I've not been playing Breathless by the cause for like 18 months <laughs> because I went, that's really bad taste, that, you know, her dying of that bloody asthma attack. <laughs> well, she didn't, and people are lying, and this, and you need to stop believing everything people say to you. All right, I, I felt so stupid because I was like, me, you were texting back and forth, and I was like, yeah. Oh, were mate. you the kid that ate yellow snow because someone oh, told no, you no, to? No, no. Is it, is it <laughs> I did. I did. Um, I did the thing where you put um, pop rocks in your mouth and pop at the same time. Right. Okay. Because somebody said your head could explode, and I tried it. It didn't. But. I do believe that if you cough, sneeze, fart, and burp at the same time, you'll explode. Right. Okay. That that's that's a medical myth. But anyway, what have you been up to this week? How's your week been? Um, I have been. I've been gigging. Um, I've been a very busy week gig, uh, doing gigs, which has been really nice. Um, and the week coming up, I'm looking forward to because I'm doing it. I'm hosting a speed dating night. Ooh. Yeah. Which is going to be nice. Um, so as we record this, um, a certain day of love is coming up or may have already been. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the last episode was the, um, the Valentine's, the Valentine's special. Special. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, I'm actually, after, but we, record, got, we record a week in advance. We and do, so we that's do. why, yeah, that's why. But, um, I've been asked to host one on Valentine's Day night mm. for all the singles. Uh-huh. And um, I'd, that's what I'm doing. I'm really looking forward to it. I know. I worry about that, though, because I imagine you going, why is nobody matched with this guy? He's a lovely lad. You were, no, you were, no, 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 nothing like that. Oh, I bet you do. You're an, you're an, you're an injustice warrior. No, no, I don't. I, honestly, I don't. Because you, you, here's the thing. With it being speed dating, it's it's basically, as well, it's, as I, as I said in the promo video, hey, doesn't matter if you're LGBTQ or anything else, we'll do the full alphabet. Bring yourself along. <laughs> so it doesn't matter what interest you have, what personalities you're after, we're going to basically talk to people. Oh, but, oh but, I mean, it's, it's dating for me, dating for me is very much you look at people 
but it's also your personality. Hang on, hang on. Take, I'm taking me back. So you're accepting anyone into this speed dating? Yeah. It's going to be a bit of a fucker if you've got one gay man going around the tables talking to straight women because he's not going to get any matches, well, is no, he? No, no. <laughs> we're going to have... We're going to have... We, we, what we'll do is we'll have two rows, three rows. Right. Right. And, you know, if there's furries, I'll just bring a cuddly toy. Um, oh, <laughs> God, no. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works, but okay. Right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, calm down. Let's carry on. Get back to your speed dating. I, I went speed dating years ago, and it was a horrible experience. Really mm. didn't enjoy it. So the whole thing here, to make people feel comfortable, making a fun night out, the be-all and end-all isn't the case of meeting the next person who's going to be, you know, it's great if that happens, but if not, you just had a good night out. I wonder if there's such a thing where you could do, like, speed dating for, like, making friends. You know, well, like, because if you're saying you're not going there to, you know, hopefully meet the one or whatever, then it'll just be a, um, a friend speed non-dating, I think. It's something I've done before in the past when, very much close to your scenario, mm-hmm. there was 30-odd lasses and two blokes. Mm-hmm. And one of them was married and was only going along with his mate to try and help meet somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and we ended up just having a really nice night, and people made friends. Okay, yeah. So it's 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 an interesting one to do. It's good fun, but I'm looking for I'm looking forward to doing that this week. Yeah. What have you What have you got coming up this week apart from eating porridge and well, doing the gym? When this podcast goes out on Monday, um, I'll be down in that London. In that London, what are you going to do in that London? I'm just going to see a concert. Who are you going to see? Kim Petrus. Who have you ever heard of her? Yeah. That's why I'm saying who. Mm, fair enough. I wouldn't really expect you to know who she is. If I was summer body ready, this would be the perfect concert for my usual mesh outfits. I mean, she has an album called Slut Pop, so... Says go. everything I need to know. <laughs> yeah. Says what it does on the tin. Well, I'll tell you what, what also says what it does on the tin. I would like to um, uh, mention a couple of listeners. Um, this is from Abby, who uh, is a regular listener show. I meant to message you yesterday on the bus... There was a guy eating them one-pound Swedish meatballs from B&M. Ooh. She stunk the bus out. Made me think of your podcast, lol. Which is, it's nice to see that was starting to get in people's lives. Yeah, but I do hope she means that she saw someone eating something smelly on a bus and thought of one of Becky's questions or one of our problem sections rather than, you know, I saw something that stank and it made me think of your podcast. But anyway, do you have any more um, listener comments or listener feedback? Um, and the last one comes in from Damien. Mm-hmm. Lads, I'm really enjoying this podcast. However, I need to know whatever happened to the lady with the wheelie bin. You'd be amazed how often I think about this now. My wife said there's a thing where you get asked how many times you can ask a man, does he think about Roman centurions? Yeah, apparently men think about the Roman Empire a lot. Don't know why, it's all over socials. Me? I just wonder about that woman with the wheelie bin. <laughs> this really has resonated with people, hasn't it? it? Has. This woman with the wheelie bin. 
We did have a we did a few episodes back before Christmas, didn't we? Have an update where she was saying he's not we taking did. the fins out anymore. Have we heard anything back? Well, so this is the podcast. Can you can you get back in touch with us? Yeah, give us well, a I shout. Let us know. I can't message you on Fizzy. I feel maybe I'm good. What's been happening with you, Ben? <laughs> I know, but the listeners want to know, so I think that's okay well, to is. ask. It's a very popular, very popular question, very popular yeah. problem. Um, speaking of problems, ladies and gentlemen, if you do want to send us one. Uh, it's agonypod at gmail.com. Send them over. We are always happy for more. We have some sitting here. I've got, I've got an absolute beat for this week. Oh. And I'm gonna be honest, I, I think this is going to be one of them split decisions from me and you. Right. Yes. So. It's to do with somebody's mom. So shall we just get on with it and start a bit early it's on the early question? Start. It's an early start. But Let's I think get an early start. Hello. This is a slightly different question than one I think you've had before. I hope you will be able to give me some well-needed clarity or at least a chuckle at the situation. My partner, who I love dearly, is the most kind, caring, understanding human being. He will go out of his way to help anybody. If he sees somebody who needs that boost in life, he is there to provide it. It's one of his most admirable features, something I love about him dearly, and I would hate for that to ever change. We have a fantastic life. We've got two kids. Life is great, apart from his mom. Every time we go around to see his mom, she will make an offhanded comment to me. You know, they're going, who is that you? Which sounds like the beginning of a nice conversation, but somehow, if I do answer and say, oh, this old thing, so well, it must have cost money. I bet you hit the way and tell them you're on sale. Little conversations like that. I thought, when we first started seeing each other, this was just a simple, friendly gambit to get a conversation going between the two of us. Later do I find that she's turned to him and said, you do realise you're spending more money and hiding away from me. So no matter what I say, it seems to be used as evidence against me. And he's a completely different person when he's around there. Her dad... Well, how can I say this? He's a lovely man. He's great. And he thinks my husband's mum has the sun shining out of her bottom. She's the most friendly, lovely person. How do I say to my dad? No, she's not. She's a vicious cow. I'm only putting up with her because I love him. My dad has got to that age now where he's starting to have a couple of comments that he makes would be worthy of a listener to GB News. I was slightly concerned and worried about this. He just starts to say, well, there seems to be an awful lot of this going on at the moment and there seems to be an awful lot of that going on at the moment. I will spare your, spare your dear listeners ears the problems that I have. This all came to a head on New Year's Day as we all got together as a family. Christmas, of course, has been to various parents and relatives' house. New Year's Day, we all got together. My dad came over. He's been single now for seven years. His mum, she's single as well. Now Stephen's face has just went where we're going a bit further ahead. To see the pair of them were slightly flirtatious, was a bit worrying. To see the pair of them hit it off, 
is even more worrying. To find they are going on a trip to Amsterdam as friends is even more terrifying. My husband thinks it's funny. He says, hey, we can end up being brother and sister. How can I say to my dad, she's not the one for you, she's an evil cow, without upsetting my husband, who thinks I don't think his mum is an evil cow. Hope this one will bring you some much-needed light relief to share with the rest of the world, because I am buggered. So, wow! Do you see why? Do you see why I wanted to go straight to the problem? Wow! Oh my God! As you mentioned there, my face during that was. Well, it took I... it. It took it took a one eighty. Yeah. The only thing I don't understand is it just says her dad. Mm. I think she means my dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's, that's the only thing. And and I can't, it, yeah, she, she's clearly just really typed bad. it quickly. She said the problem good. Look, is that a typo? Or is that, are you speaking in the third person? Oh, you, okay. you, But, yeah, that's... Um, no, this that, isn't the hills have eyes, love. It's, um, it's her dad and her husband's mum. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly thought this was just going to be a I don't get on with my mother-in-law. How yeah. do I tell my husband or how do I approach yeah. oh, this? Yeah. But it really did take a completely different turn there. Because, you know, hating your mother in law, that's nothing new. That's you know, there's always a my mother in law joke going about. I, I sat read this the other day and just went, Oh, I'm so doing that this week. <laughs> this one goes to the top of the pile. That's brilliant. And now and now we've got to try and Give some advice on this. So it sounds like they're both quite lonely then. Yeah. Like, you know, if if she's picking on, well, on her background, all the time. Background information. Background information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, her dad lost, uh, lost her mum a little while ago. Uh, his mum and dad are split up. Right. So it's it's not like, you know, it's it's been a little while for both of them. Mm-hmm. And that whole lonely thing. Yeah, I get that. I get that, right? Yeah, um, she says that the the other dad's really nice, gets on really well with the dad. It's just the mum she doesn't like. Mm-hmm. But it, it's she's painted such a picture here, but she's not giving it. I mean, that example she gave wasn't really a damning example to me. No, I but mean, same time, you wouldn't want your mum and dad getting together with them having dad team with me. No. That's, I mean, you know, that's just yeah. wrong. And I would not want to be calling my partner my brother. Imagine being at a dinner party. Hi, everyone. This is my husband. What do you mean? You made, you made a joke about it. And I have a feeling that it didn't go down very well from her response. Right. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, imagine that. I mean, that, that's, 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 that's the thing, you know. How would you say, because it puts your relationship in an even worse position. Mm-hmm. She's stuck between a rock and a hard place because how can you tell your dad not that you don't like this woman at all and yeah. he, she doesn't want her encroaching in her life any more than she already is <laughs> because she's like the evil witch from um, Sleeping Beauty, you know yeah. what I mean? It's it's really weird. It almost, you know what, it kind of sounds like mm-hmm. a movie. 
Like, you know, well, like, well, honestly, it well, was. The thing is, I like the fact that she's found they're going for a trip to Amsterdam. <laughs> Amsterdam. Like, I w- I'd want some more information about that. Like, what are they planning? Are they pre-planned stuff? Like, are they going to, are they just going to have a load of edibles and then go what to the red light district? Well, there's, a, there's more, there's more to do than that. But, you know, <laughs> let's be honest with you. That's what most people go for. Yeah, I mean, fair would, I mean, donuts, pop to the uh, Dildo Museum, have a look around. <laughs> yeah, everyone, everyone who's been to Amsterdam and they go to the uh, the sex museum will always have a picture of themselves propped up against that giant dildo, won't they? Yeah, yeah. I thought That's it was it. a garden dome. Did um, you? I think that says more about your garden furniture than anything else, doesn't it? So I wouldn't want to sit. I, I wouldn't want to sit down in your garden. Oh, oh, maybe I do. Uh, I've thought about this, right? I've thought about this. Genuinely, going. You could go and say, "Dad, look, this is going to really complicate things. Mm. What if it doesn't work? Yeah, it's going to make things really hard for family get-togethers uh-huh. for me and my partner." Yeah, that's the sensible Stefan approach, mm-hmm. right? However, mm-hmm. then you know, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how I was, but our husband seems to be quite like, hey, all all the fun of the fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in my mind, though, um, so you you're saying she should talk to her dad and just say, look, I'm I'm a bit concerned about this. I will end up. Do you want to say I think his mum's an evil cow? No, but you do think. She should talk to her dad and sort of intervene. Yeah, it's going to make life complicated. But also, do you want to put the dad off if he's if he's been on his own that yeah, long? Yeah, that's, that's my thought. So I'm going a different way to you. So what I would say is, yeah. if your dad is lonely, you know, it's like his partner's passed and, you know, he's not having a good time, yeah. you know, and he's not doing that much. He's not on dating sites and stuff like that, doesn't know how to use them. You know, he doesn't have a lot of friends. What's the harm in him developing a relationship either romantically or friendship-wise with your mother-in-law? It's not going to make you biologically brother and sister all of a sudden, you know what I mean? But it'll help, you know, he'll have, it'll be his happiness. I'm thinking of his happiness. can Can I just go back? Yeah, that nobody saw, which was your face when it took that turn. I'm not being funny. It was almost like that meme of the person just sitting. <laughs> you were just like, oh, <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. But as funny as that is, um, my motto is: is if people are noticing my face as that expressionate, it's time for a top up of the Botox. <sighs> but anyway, in your mind, you think. She should talk to him. In my mind, I think she needs to put herself in his shoes and think about his happiness because, you know, yeah. if he's her dad, I don't know how old he is, yeah. you know, like, yeah. and, and he's struggling to meet other people, doesn't have that many friends, doesn't yeah. have I mean, a lot assuming going on. that, mm-hmm. but if he's been single for seven years, yeah. I mean, this, this is the whole thing. Going back to the whole dating thing, Sometimes you just meet people and start to make a good, you know, if it, a relationship should be based on a friendship as well. Mm-hmm. Just it's somebody, a friend who you want to, you know, rub bits with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. going to be a good friendship or it's just not like, well, depends on what type of relationship you have, you know. But if it's a long-term relationship you're meeting with somebody, it, it's going to be somebody you can have companionship with. Yeah, exactly. I mean, 
Oh, it's a complicated world nowadays, isn't it? I mean, it's, not, it's not as straightforward anymore as you meet someone, you stay with them for the rest of your life. You had a couple of kids and, you know, then you, you snuff yeah. it around at the same time. You know, it's, that life isn't like that anymore. There's, you do know, you people not, get not... divorced, they move on, or they like, they they move away or, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. It's... Do, you know what, do you know what my dad's response was? My initial response was, once well, I wasn't thinking about saying, ask him if they can get you some duty free. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> giant go over the road. I'd remind them that they can't bring any of the edibles back with them. Um, you know, or I just another packet of donuts with us. <laughs> yeah, don't put don't put any of the edibles in anybody's suitcase. Brought some gummy bears back for the kids. I mean, that's that's one way to get um <laughs> to get rid of the mother-in-law by um <laughs> asking her to bring some of the gummy bears back. Well, it's I, I mean, do you know I. Because uh, I had to read it three times ago. No, right? Because <laughs> when I've been when I've been a gold, when I've been a gold lads in your hands like that, you're like, this is damn good. This uh -huh. is, I'm sorry to the person who's listening. Yes, we are enjoying going <laughs> about your life, but the fact that you sent it in, um, it's, kinda, yeah. you know. You know, it's, it's open. I don't think it's, it's open for ridicule. It could, it's not bothering you as much as it could do. Mm-hmm. And if you're using us for genuine advice, then... Um, then you're, you're writing to the wrong people. Maybe well, write maybe to the main telly. You really are. <laughs> I mean, I've just had I've just had four pens in my beard mm. and I got a dirty look and I ran out of pens. Yeah. So the reason I've stopped. I mean, oh, honestly, oh, this is brilliant. Honestly, I, I in my mind... I want her to let it play out yeah. and keep us up to date with what's going on. Right? Oh, oh yes. I tell you what, this could be the nickname, is this? Um, because I think you should be thinking of your dad's happiness. I think so as well. Mm -hmm. Think about your dad's happiness, and he'll be thinking about his happiness and his penis. Um, so <laughs> happy, happy penis. penis. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we went straight to the goal that was that conversation there, and that was a good one. Yeah. Good. So you're saying, talk to him. I'm saying, let it ride out and think of his right. happiness and happy penis. Let, let him ride out. Happy penis. Potentially, potentially on whatever. <laughs> oh, let like, him ride out on the edibles. Yeah, you slowly up to there. So... Coming up, ladies and gentlemen, we'll have uh, uh, Stephen Ham's bitch moment of the week, which we've not had yet so far. <laughs> if those of you are doing your bingo card, I'm in a good, I'm in a good mood. I know you are. Like, you came on saying, "Oh, we're going to be in a bad temper." I'm thinking, "Oh, it's going to be really dozers." So, <laughs> shall we go to Becky's question? Yeah, let's go to Becky's question. And our question today is: How do you handle door-to-door -door salespeople? Well. As somebody who's been working from home a fair bit through the day, I am amazed at how many people are getting knocked on the door uh, who come on and say, oh, hello, how are you doing? Um, I, I wonder if you can help us. I represent, and it's normally a charity, mm. but I never want to shut that person down because they're always so full of joy and vitality. Mm -hmm. But also, I don't want to waste the time by going, go on for five minutes. Can't. Nah, you're married, mate. What do you, I mean, how do you handle it? So, I, so basically we've got a ring doorbell. So I check uh -huh. on the ring doorbell. So that's the first thing. And if I don't know who they are, I'll sometimes just talk through that and go, hello, who are you? Um, so that that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, 
I once had, um, so one of my friends taught me a story, right, about this. Um, it was a religious group of people that came to yeah. the door, right? And they, um, and he was only a Ben at the time. Yeah. And they're, that's a Catholic household, right? And this religious group weren't Catholic that came to the door. And they were there, and it was just his mum and him in. And uh-huh. he was just a Ben at the time. He must have been about eight, eight or nine. Yeah. And um, this, you know, they're there going, oh, you should, you know, convert to our religion because of this, 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 and this. And honestly, yeah. they were really badgering um, my friend's mum, yeah. really going for it. And um, and she went, you need to get away from my house. And they're going, no, no, you need to convert. And they were being really pushy. Yeah. Anyway, um, my friend was like apparently just colouring in, in like the front room. And um, the next thing he knew, there was a pad of potatoes flying across the front room no. going up the front door at these people to make them scarper but yeah i think that's scarred him for life bless him it might be why he's such a bitch nowadays um but yeah he's definitely got a thing with potatoes now because um his boyfriend definitely looks like one was it was a bloke a bloke um who, well actually he's called phil we'll leave it at that he's called phil right phil's been um He's been like an agitator for many, many years. Let's put it that way, right? Right. Um, when Prince Charles came to visit Shields. I doubt the Prince court. Charles knocked on his door, though. No, 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 no. No, what what, what happened was he, he's very anti-monarchy. Right. And um, <laughs> he lived in the corner flat in Shields, you know, on the towers. Right. And he made two giant papier-mâché ears. Right. He had him on one side and he's made on the other side. With these massive ears hanging on the side of the windows. So was like, one was in the bedroom, one was in the living room. And he had the police <laughs> kicking down his door going, take down them ears. And there's there's evidence of them doing this, you know. It's one of them, but he's always been like a worky ticket like that. And That's quite funny. I quite like he that. Invited in the, he invited in, um, you know when people knock on your door and say they want to come and talk to you about God? Mm-hmm. He invited them in, got them started. He goes, Would you like a drink, cup of tea? And they're like, Well, mm. don't drink tea. He goes, Well, do you mind if I have one? He goes, I'm just going to go get some milk. Just, do you mind hanging with And they were like, Oh, yeah, yeah. So he'd sat and talked for like 10, 15 minutes. And then he, he called the police and said he had all the intruders in his house. Wow. Okay. Now this, that sounds... this was like 25 years ago. Wow. I mean, that's that's a waste of police time, but okay. It is. It is. <laughs> And but this is also a man who made two giant papyamashi ears just yes, to yes. knock off King Charles. Yes, that makes sense. He's, I got mean... all, he made, he's got a list of stuff like that. He, the thing is, I, I've had to do, I've never had to do door to door. I've done deliveries where you're pushing stuff through people's letterboxes. And I remember how so Ooh, destroying you're it You're pushing was. stuff through people's letterboxes and get yeah, arrested for leaflets. that. Behave. Oh. Behave. <laughs> Putting leaflets through people's letterboxes, it was a horrible job. I did not enjoy it in the slightest. Mm. And people were quite rude with it. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Um, and if they had a sign, I'm saying, no, no bill posters, no this, no that, they'd get two. <laughs> hey, so, so signs won't work, is that <laughs> what you're saying? Signs just encourage us to. I was like 16 when I was doing it. Like, yeah, sh- stuff. Yeah, I did that uh, once when I was a band. I honestly don't know how old I was, but I can't really remember much else around this time in my life. But this is 
burned in my brain because of how embarrassing it was. But, um, you know, about eight or something like that. But I was going around delivering leaflets with like, my mum and um, and just telling her, you need to put all the leaflets in in the houses in on that side of the street. So there was one door which was slightly ajar and I couldn't get the, um, the leaflet in. And rather than using my common sense and going, you know, I'll not deliver one to this house, so I'll just like, you know, push it under the door I um I decided to open the door wander in and there was a woman just sat there on the sofa and she's like who the hell are you and I'm like I've got a leaflet for you and then she went get out of my house and I sort of turned and sort of ran out but yeah that yeah yeah I don't think delivering things is is my um it's something you know, for I, me I always the whole thing for me was was you'd get there and you hear a dog barking mm-hmm. but then you hear dogs scrabble away, and I'm going, why is it scrabbling away? And then go, oh, because there's a dog flap in the back. Run! Run! <laughs> <laughs> and I, they always would come and stop at a fence or something like that, but I was always terrified I was going to end up with a, like, a spaniel hanging off my arse or something like that. Yeah, you don't want a dog hanging off your arse, do you? I mean, I think that's the um, the motto of most nights out. Oh, oh. I, I always like to try and be polite with people and sit and look at mm-hmm. For example, tell the truth, we've got a couple of charities who we support. Yeah. I can't afford to support any other charities. That's who I give my money to, so, you know. But the thing was, I had a guy, I can't mention the name of the charity, but it was one of the cancer charities um, and who we were supporting that year, and we had supported. In fact, this is the reason why I'm no longer supporting them. Uh, this guy came at the door and he was doing that. Oh, can I sign you up? I was like, I'm, I'm already, I'm already on the thing. He went, Yeah, okay. And I was like, No, no, really, I am. And he looked at us and he went, He goes, Oh yeah. He goes, So what, what do you get as a free gift then? I said, well, You've just told us. I said, What's the point? What's the point? Me you? you just told us what it is. You've got the form in front of you. And I says, I, I didn't join for the free gift. I joined because I really like the work you do and you know, mm-hmm. end the life care for people. And this guy was like, yeah, right. And I, wow. I was like, and that I came back, I spoke to Beck and Beck was just like, ah, sack, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go with the EN of our charity who do that. But this guy was right glossy with us. And I was like, I'm, I'm already Yeah, but there. they get paid for it. They're not volunteers, yeah. are they? They're getting paid for it. And so, and and that, I'm not sure the how much they agree with. Are the, the chuggers on the high street. Oh, yeah, yeah. Charity muggers. Yeah, so that tends to happen to me a lot in London, right? So yeah. I'll be wandering around, like I'll come out of King's Cross and there's always people there and it's like, you know, to try and battle knife crime and stuff like that. And honestly, that's that's a that's a big way for me to go. Fair enough, there's a tenner. Like and um and I, I need that honestly, I need to supply people with corks to put at the end of the knives. I don't know, I don't know, but um, honestly, it's like to keep people, young offenders and stuff off the streets and to help re- rehabilitation and yeah. um, to try and, you know, stop knife crime and whatever else. And I'm like, fantastic, that's a great charity. I'm, I'm, I'm all up for that. Um, so that's usually a one that, I, I, that usually gets me. But I don't actually know. Is it the charity that I'm fond of? Or is it the fact the last couple of times the um the guys that came up to us coming out of King's Cross have gone, oh my God, I love your style, and kind of like flattered me. And then I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever you want. Well, I met a woman last night at the gig. Uh, well, I have to say I met her. I was on stage. I was comparing. And um, I said, who's got some pets? And this woman really laughed hard. She goes, me mate has. 
And right. I said, right, what, what have you got? And she was originally from Essex and she's moved up to um, Leeds. And she goes, oh, she goes, well, they're mine now, but it, my dad started it. And I said, what do you mean your dad started? She goes, she goes, I've got 30 donkeys. I went, you are? She goes, I've got 30 donkeys. And I said, that's not a statement most people make. Unless you're a school teacher of kids who don't want to learn. She's got 28 donkeys now. Yeah, definitely sounds I, like a school teacher. Yeah, I, I was I was skipping that. Skipping that. Skipping <laughs> on you. Um, what if because you're married to a school teacher? Uh, well, yeah, okay, okay. So, <laughs> uh, uh, be true I am. So we got, what, what she said, she was, oh, it started off, they got one. And then somebody goes, could you look after this one? She was, there's like 28 of them now. In fact, she was, I've had 30. Mm. But she was, you know, some of them passed away. And I was like, all right. I was going, oh, it's just, because what do you do with them? She goes, just look after them. As good, as and what it is, our dad retired. Mm-hmm. Mom, dad retired. They've actually moved up here when she was younger because there was more room for the donkeys. So they just had pet donkeys, so they, they weren't used for like. No, it's it's basically like donkeys a which petting come, farm. Donkeys which have come to the end of their lives and their working lives. Oh, right. And so, does she have a charity set up for them then, so she can support well, them? No, this, well, this is in the middle of the comedy game. So why? Why am I asking all these questions? Well, these are the questions was, you should have been asking. I was on stage, and I was like, "All right, I'm, I'm trying to make it humorous as well." I was, so That's I was, a rarity for you. What? <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Ham's bitch moment of the week. <laughs> um, no, it, do you know honestly? It was one of those where it's like, it's a fine line of trying, trying to keep this funny, but also going, because I, I, I did stop the game and said, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I, not every day somebody says, I've got 30 donkeys at home. I need, I need questions answered here. And there's <laughs> people, people were shouting stuff out. I go and go, what do you feed them? <laughs> she was like, she goes, grass, they eat grass. And hay mm-hmm. and stuff. And I was like, all right, okay. But it was one of them ones where she's like, you meet some strange people, but imagine yeah. having 28 donkeys. I mean, that's me describing my exes. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what it is? If somebody was giving us a hate listen. <laughs> he mentioned it this week, the bastard. The bastard. Oh. Do you ever do that where you did? It's a phrase I've heard and I've never understood it. Hate watch. Where it's something you don't enjoy, but you watch it just to hate it. No. Uh, uh, you need to get a life if you're doing that. Well, apparently it's a really popular thing with teenagers. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Well, clearly I don't understand that generation. Um, oh, I w- so speaking of like cold callers, getting back to it, yeah. I did have, when I was at medical school, I did once have um, a, a religious group come to the door. Oh, yeah. And um, I went, hi, how can I help? And rather than just, um, you know, introducing themselves, they started reading a passage from their religious text. And then they said, what do you think of that? And I went... <sighs> nothing really and i said um but what do you think of this and then i read out some quotes from like albert einstein and things like that around like the big bang theory and sort of like the creation of the universe and stuff which and they just went um oh no 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 we can't we no we can't comment on that that's not for us and i went well why do you think i want to comment on what you've just dumped in my lap at the end of the day it's 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 the same thing you give Einstein, but I would have said, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of the death, I look, take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. 
and just start quoting Coolio to them. <laughs> kind of yeah. Parties. Or Spice Girls. Um, so they can think, oh, uh, I really, really, really want to think, think oh, what do you think of that? Um, yeah. uh, that might have got me arrested for sexual harassment. Uh. Yeah. I was all fine until he said he wanted to zig, 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 zig me zig, 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 yeah. And on that, ladies and gentlemen, we wish you another fun travel home, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Thanks for joining in. Uh, it's been Agony Island. This has been. Stephen Helm. I've been Stephen Penny. Pip, pip. And if you've reached this far, as always, here's a couple of outtakes for you. See you next week. Have a lama ding dong. Oh, I haven't been called that in years. <laughs> Please stop putting pens in your beard. Thank I'm you very much. I just wondering how many I can get in there. That should be the name of your sex tape. Will I bring them up? <laughs> Bring him up, who? Not rising to it. Not rising to it. I heard you haven't been rising to it much recently. Oh, oh there's the bitch moment of the week! <laughs> You've been listening to Agony Island. The show will return next week, but always feel free to dive into past episodes and like and subscribe and tell your friends what they're missing out on. If you want, you can send your problems or any other correspondence to agonypod at gmail.com. Maybe they can witter on about your email next time. 